Just. Two. Idiot. Stock. King. So, I was going to have a different opening for the show today, but that you played you just a minute ago. You played a little clip from uh, from Wheel of Fortune. Download, rate, subscribe. Uh, that I overheard. Yes, definitely. In uh, in syndication on a television near you. And uh, what was it? What was the what was the uh, what was the what was the answer? The solution? The uh, it was M- mythical, mythological. Um mythological hero achilles and he and he butchered the word he butchered the word achilles achilles is what he said and that reminded me of when i was a youth actually probably up until i was in i don't know high school to be honest with you when i went ever i whenever i read the word d-e-t-e-r-m-i-n-e-d in my head, I read Ditterminded. <laughs> Dietermind. <laughs> Dietermind. Dietermind, because it's Dietermind that we are just two idiots talking. We've got a, uh, well, we've got a show for you today. It's the Thursday show happening on Thursday. I'm snowed in. Ken, how much snow did you get down south? Two inches was all. Oh, really? very, un- very underwhelming. Yeah. Oh man. Vermilion. Like it must've, it must've just went in between us. Cause we got like four or five, which I mean, it's getting to the point where I can't shovel anymore. I can't, I can't throw the snow high enough to get on top of the hill. So I'm gonna have to go the hmm. other way on the driveway and then it blows across the driveway and just drifts anyway. So I need some meltage before I get more uh, snow accumulation here. Otherwise, it's just going to have to stay in the driveway. Should have thrown it onto the other side. Then, yeah, but then then, it, na- then your neighbor gets the drift. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I his his is just as tall as well. Like oh. I go, I get to the edge where I'm about to like flip it up, and I flip it up, it just comes right back down at me. Now that's how tall the hill is. It's taller than me. You got to get some. You got to get some. Uh, y- make it into an igloo where you just drive down into a tunnel into your garage. That's basically what it's going to, what's going to, then you don't have to shovel again. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But then when it starts to melt, we got problems. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was hoping for more because I'm, I'm very, we're, we're kicking around giving, giving the lawn a restart, right? Because it's pretty barren right now. Yeah. And so we're, you know, we'll probably drop one to two grand down and do it upright. Right. And uh, but I'm concerned because if last last summer they didn't ban the watering, but they recommended that people on one side of the street use water on one day and people on the other side use water on the other day. If we have another summer like that, then my neighbor's really going to be upset because his lawn isn't going to grow. And what's he going to do all day? Yeah. And I. And I could feel him yesterday looking outside going, damn it, that snow. I wanted to mow tomorrow, too. Ah, son of a bitch, snow. <laughs> but I don't want to drop, you know, two grand down on seed and the whole nine yards and then you, have it. No, you can do it way cheaper than that. I did my whole yard on line drive for like probably 300 bucks is all. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You just what you do is you go rent a machine and it pushes the seed down for you. So you just run the machine dry. And then it tills it up for you, like, but not like an actual till, but right. like just cuts lines for you so you can plant the seed. 
You, and then you just buy a bag of seed. That's basically the cost of doing the new yard. You put the bag of seed in and then you just run behind this machine and it plants it at the exact level that you need it. And then you just keep it moist, moist. And then that grass will pop. It, it, it'll still take a little bit of time because you got to wait for that, that seedling to establish. But uh, yeah, it's way cheaper than um, fucking around for, you know, but we're going to need special, we're going to need special seed because my lawn shade. only gets, my lawn gets, I mean, the front lawn gets an hour to, to one and a half hours of sun per day. Right. Otherwise we'd have to take the, we could, we could take the, the canopy up on the tree, but I prefer the tree. Yeah. Right. So because of that, now we got to have special seed, which, which I tried last year but it was so dry and i just got lazy you know <laughs> yeah you don't want to because you got to go out there like every hour and keep yeah, and just keep yeah. it wet. well and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna put down moss yeah, over yeah. Top. let it right. yeah yeah Let's, keep that and, moisture in a little better exactly right so that's gonna that's gonna cost a little but i mean it's we don't have a great amount of of square footage but yeah. i mean if you're gonna do it i want to do it right yeah, I did. I had that corner lot. It was like 9,000 square foot lot. And yeah, I mean, it took it took the entire summer and then winter. And then the next summer, my grass started finally to pop. But I was starting at zero, complete zero. And all I did was that little walk behind machine is all you need. It just plants it at the perfect level. And then you just got to keep it watered is the only thing. Well, I don't have that much. You know, it's half of my backyard. I don't know if you noticed it or not. Or not. And my front yard's not that big because we got a lot of landscaping out yeah. there. So, I mean, if if I if I want to do a power mow, I can mow the front and back in fifteen minutes. <laughs> this is you know? a, a sprint mow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, you know, I'm not I'm not blowing. I, you know, I'm not I'm not breaking out the weed whacker. Or blow, you know, like if I see a storm front coming in, I'm like, shit, I better do this now, or <laughs> I might have to double mow next time. <laughs> Because we are just two idiots talking, and yes, we know landscaping, we know lawn care, and we thank you for joining us for our lawn special today. Those are lunch lessons with just two idiots talking. Treat your lawn with just two idiots talking lawn care treatment. Get at your local hardware store as seen on this podcast. We, Like I said, we've got a show for you today. It's a Thursday show happening on Thursday. Uh, we kick the show off as we always do with since we last spoke, all those happenings that have occurred in the world since we talked last. We are then going to move into the NFL picks divisional round uh, weekend coming up. We are getting to the end, Ken. Is a tear coming to your eye? Football's almost over. Judah keeps asking me if the Ducks play. I'm like, not till next year, buddy. Oh, he's he's hankering for yeah, but they're gonna suck next year. You know who's gonna win the North? So. It's going to be a Stanford? long season for him. Maybe he should start thinking about getting a big W on his chest. Nah, I don't think he's going to roll with the dub. Tell him dogs are better than ducks, man, man. That's not true. Ducks can fly. Dogs can't fly. There is a dog in never-ending story that can fly. That is true. <laughs> and there's uh, the Mighty Pups. They can fly as well in Paw Patrol. Ken, we are then going to win the lottery on this show. Did you know? Damn, we need to. I mean, we're getting to a point where we need to. 
I know I'm sick of working, even though I'm not working today. It's a rough life I lead. Uh, I know it's a rough life you lead, all that work you're doing. Hey, I just, I did dishes earlier today. I shoveled the snow. I shoveled today as well. Yeah. And I played chauffeur as well. So me as well. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> huh? go. Hmm? Yeah. And then uh, did you know that people love lists? I believe I'm the one who broke that news to you. Oh, was it you? A couple that weeks broke it ago. A couple okay. weeks ago, I told well, you. Well, I've known for years. Oh, why? Well, maybe I just had to remind you then. Well, and you know what's funny is we're men of the people, by the people, for the people. So we're going to give the people a, a much anticipated months in the making list and stick around for that because you're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be fantastic. Probably the best, probably the best list you've ever heard because there's several people, very many people, very, 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 very many really intelligent, uh, high up people that are saying really good things about this list. The best things about this list. So stick around for that because we got a list for you guys. And then we close the show out as we oftentimes like to do with the little gaffe we call the little things. It's those minor annoyances that just kind of get your goiter. Nothing that's going to make – I'm not even going to go into it because it's not that. It's I'm not even going to waste my time or your time. It's those minor annoyances that get your goiter. Ken, since we last spoke, what you got? This was news breaking just this morning. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah, I did see this. A little bit of bad news from my man, and I'm not thinking this is going to turn out well for him, but I'm not a lawyer. Uh, I don't claim to know anything about the law, to be honest with you. Apparently, you can't um, kill people on set anymore. What does the world right. come to? That's right. So it now they haven't formally charged him, at least as of the last, I don't know, two hours or so, but it's looking like they're going to charge him with involuntary manslaughter. I thought I read that he did get charged. No, they just had a press release. Is what they had said this morning when I when I watched the news at eleven o'clock my time, they had just had a press release that they were going to charge him, but he hadn't been charged at that point. But he might he might be by now. He might have been taken into custody by now. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain he was charged with involuntary manslaughter, which I mean, if you're rich and famous. Yeah, it's a stain, but um, that's that's probably not. He's not going to do any hard time or anything like that. You don't think? Nah. However many hours of community service, which he probably just goes to like the Clinton Foundation and then they get him off because um, all the babies they've got to steal um, for that sex trafficking ring that they're running underneath the wall. Oh, that's right. The pizzeria. Yeah. 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 It's. It's a, it's it's an ordeal, but uh, you know the Clintons out here just uh, you know taking over the earth is essentially what they're doing, and they're going to be the first ones to Mars to start it there too. And I just I don't know I don't know how we're all going to survive. And the COVID vaccine has got us all having heart attacks. I'm I I don't know. Okay, I don't. We we just spun out of control there. I don't. I don't know you, exactly. You, you, what you get me started on the Clintons, and I'll just I'll take that and run. But I I I didn't know I was getting you started on the Clintons. Uh. <laughs> it all comes back to the Clintons. In Hunter Biden's laptop. Oh, you don't even want to know what's yeah. on that thing. Yeah, actually, I, w- I would kind of like to see that. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> probably some interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and since we last spoke, I had some time on my hands, so I updated our NFL game to date minus the playoff points. It is not looking good for me, my friend. Uh, total points, just to kick things off, you have 267 points. I have 202. I basically need the Jaguars to beat the Kansas City Chiefs and then also beat either the Bills or the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. The Jaguars have to be in the Super Bowl. The Jaguars have to be in the Super Bowl. And I also need the San Francisco 49ers to be in the Super Bowl. If those two play, I have a shot to beat you, assuming I win most of the uh, awards as well. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, so, so, well, you know what? On the next episode, we should break down our, our, uh, uh, who we think will win awards. We can do that. We can break down awards. It's not until the Thursday before the Super Bowl that they announce them. But we can predict a few, a handful of them, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I have defensive player of the year. You do? Nick Bosa. Yeah. Bosa missed some games. Doesn't matter. I don't think. Uh, rookie, defensive rookie of the year is going to be interesting because I have uh, Sauce Gardner. You have Tariq Woolen. I'm obviously hoping to lose that one, but <laughs> you know, but you need the points. <laughs> I need the points. I need the points. Uh, the- one thing that did occur, Ken, and this is how I did it. Uh, we both had the biggest blowout loser. So I just split. It was a 10 point victory. I gave me five and I gave you five. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. You had a you had a lot of the top teams as far as wins go. Really, that's yeah. what I do. I just I can't I can't pick them weekly. I <laughs> you just season long. Yeah, <laughs> you have but you have Buffalo, Minnesota, Kansas City, Philly, and Cincinnati. Woo! Look out! And Dallas. I had Tampa, Chargers, Baltimore. I have San Fran, Jacksonville. That's that's it. Mm. Bummer. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Since we last spoke, I updated. Since we're going to be playing this little point game, I've got an update to our NHL point game. And if I had remembered to do it last time, I was in the lead. But that was two days ago, and I've since (laughs) relinquished that lead. (laughs) You are currently at 523 points, and I am at 520 points. This is through last night's games. Uh, You picked up quite a few points here in the last couple of days. But I have skyrocketed to the top. Well, I mean, you've got Boston. So that I mean, you're 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 at the pinnacle. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm at the peak. <laughs> but you've also got the worst team by 20 points. Yeah, Anaheim. Um, in Ooh. Anaheim. The Winnipeg Jets have been on a roll lately for me. They now are the number one team out west. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Yes, I did. But- and also because I looked at the standings this morning because I was like, holy shit, Kraken have a game in hand and they beat the Devils tonight. They are tied with the Vegas Golden Knights. Right, but that would still only put them tied for third. Yeah, because yeah. Dallas also yeah. Dallas also has fifty nine points, and that would put uh, Seattle at fifty eight. But neither one of us have Seattle, of course. Right. Yeah. Because why would we do that? <laughs> yeah that that doesn't make any sense. Although last year, I mean, you rolled right out with them right out right from the get go. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know what 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 the change of heart was for. I was a year early. I was one year away, just like the fucking Chargers. <laughs> also, so you're up by three points through January nineteenth. I'm feeling pretty good about uh, being able to pick up some ground on you, though. I feel my teams are are rolling. Although you've got, you know, you've got some some teams that are playing better. Pittsburgh's playing a lot better. Yeah, they Toronto's did lose to Ottawa last them. night, though. I did watch that game. Edmonton bringing up. Yeah, Colorado is going to start to figure it out too. You would assume. Yeah, they're still they're still probably hung over from their victory last year. So they, yeah, they're just by, chilling right now. By the time February rolls around, they'll start getting back in back into form. Yeah, I've also really quick got our confidence update, and it's not looking really good for me <laughs> going going forward. Depending on what happens this weekend. But you currently have 52 points, and I have 51 points. Yes, I do. I also have this, actually. I ran this. Yeah. Uh, No, I have 53. You have 53? Did I misadd? You did, yeah. I got 14 San Fran, 0 KC, 0 Philly, 11 Buffalo, 9, 8, 7 are still alive, and my four team is still alive. Okay, so I just added quick. I I was just adding with my fingers as you were talking just a second ago. So, okay, so you're up by two points, but you've got your number, your top dog is still alive. Mine is is Donut the rest of the way. So the bagel, the, ba- that, the, the beagle from the That charges. does not bode well for me, but see, my and the, and the worst part is my number two is your number one. <laughs> yeah. So the quandary is I need them, I need them to lose. What I really need is for Cincinnati to yeah, go Yeah, Cincinnati off would be a big one for you. Yeah. If Cincinnati loses, then I then it's pretty much over for me. Yeah, because you can't gain on me. We're too similar up at the top. Yeah, yeah. Ken, yeah. since we last spoke, now that we're updated there, Live Golf has finally got themselves a television deal in the United States of America. They are going to be on, yes, you guessed it. No, it's not CBS. No, it's not Turner. No, it's not ESPN. No, it's not Fox Sports. You were close, though. It's the CW. Because if Anything breathes live golf. It's the CW. I saw a joke today that actually made me cackle a little bit. It was like, yeah, the CW uh, fills its time with a bunch of shows about being in the courtroom. So it fits right in perfectly with live golf. Oh, (laughs) I couldn't even tell you what's on CW. It's got like one tree hill. uh, I've never heard of that. No, <laughs> Judge Judy, uh, all of those things. And not only that, it's a profit sharing deal. So Live Golf is not even being paid. They're sharing their profits with the CW. Yeah, but it's, they're not out. They're not in it for the money, though. This is not a money. They're not trying to make money here. Well, I would they're- assume the Saudis aren't going to just continue to fund, foot this bill until it's over. I mean, th- at some point, you're going to have to at least break even. I don't think that's the goal for, I mean, in, in, until we all start driving electric cars, the Saudis are going to be doing just fine. I think they'll be okay. Yeah. Be, <laughs> you know, considering it's an entire country as well. That's right. I had this one written down. So you stole one of mine that le- that only leaves me with one left. And since we last spoke, me and Kelly watched a movie It's called, and this is on HBO max, if you're interested, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to sell it that well. At the current moment, we watch Banshees of 
Inishirin. Did did we not is, talk about this on the air? Did we already do this? Yeah, I don't we? know if we talked about it on the episode, but I, we talked about this because uh, you told me to watch In Bruges, and I tried to find Imbr- it. Oh, okay. So I did. So then I'm repeating myself. And then yeah. so I look. I searched and searched for In Bruges, Amazon Prime, ninety nine cents, baby. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I might watch it then. If it's yeah. only ninety nine cents, but I don't have Amazon Prime. Does that mean I have to get Prime and that? Unfortunately, yes. I could so probably it's going to be like nine dollars. I could buy the movie through through YouTube Television. I'm sure for probably. like three for three ninety nine or something. Like yeah, that. they're typically three ninety nine. I I looked at Apple TV and it was like, yeah, rent it for three ninety nine. I was like, fuck you, Amazon Prime has it for ninety nine cents. Why did I talk to you? But you have Prime, so that works out for you. It's true. One other thing, though, that I found out while I was and I don't now I don't remember if I even brought this up or not, but it was the person that the person that wrote it also wrote three billboards. Did I tell you that? Yeah, three billboards. I did. Okay, so this is all just an echo. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> so You're since like, we spoke, I remembered or I forgot what we spoke about last time. That's, the san- the sangrias were flowing the other night. <laughs> they were really good too. They were, and I didn't spill any on the keyboard, so that's a bonus. There you go. There you go. It's always <laughs> a good a good day. Uh, Ken, we are going to now. That's since we last spoke. That's all I had as well. Bam, done. Look, look at that. All those happenings that have occurred in the world since we talked last. Uh, do you want to jump into the divisional round weekend, or does Zoom suck that bad? Zoom sucks that bad. Although I, I am going to bring one thing up for you here real quick. The puppy dog, we had to take him to the vet. Oh, boy. And because he's just constantly itching. He's got, like, on his his belly is is black and, black and blue. Raw? From, I thought it was from him licking himself so much. But the, do, the, the, veter, the veterinarian, can I call him doctor? I guess. Yeah, yeah. The doctor said... It wasn't because that's an internal in, internal bruising. And oh, that, really? Not, that's no good. And it's never going to go away either. He said that'll that'll be permanent. This won't fix him. But now he's on. We gave him some antibiotics. He's got he's got a uh, a staph infection. Oh no! No good. So treat anti- antibiotics. We have this um this mousse that we that we rub onto his belly and all this stuff. You it's been working. He it's been working fine though. He is not, uh, and then some other medication too that he's got to take. He get he is in love with this medication thing because that's just the more hot dog he gets. Exactly. You know? Yes. <laughs> how does how does a dog come across staph infection? I have no dirty I, dirty yard. Dead I doubt animal? it because he because he doesn't go out much in the winter, and we've been we've been he's had this itchiness for a while so we've been bathing him way more regular than usual you know even got special anti-itch shampoo and the whole nine Mm -hmm. and that didn't work but and he hates getting the bath too yeah no it's the funniest thing you take him to the lake he's in love but (laughs) you put him in an enclosed tub he doesn't like it yeah let's get out of here get me out of here what the hell is this when we come back we will uh Pick the divisional round against the pick. Zoom suck. Kenan, we're back. At least I'm. what's left of me is back after drinking this 12.2% alcohol volume Boulevard bourbon barrel quad barrel-aged ale. 
Boulevard download download rate subscribe. Yeah, big time, big time. I don't know about this one in particular, but uh, it's like drinking whiskey mixed with beer is what it is. It, so it's it's what what do they call that uh, when you drop um, a cement mixer, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, drop like that. A, yeah. Drop the shot of whiskey in there. Yeah. Why anybody would want to do that is beyond me. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me either. But uh, we press on. Hold on, I do have something for you though. There, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but uh, if you take root beer schnapps, okay. I don't know if I've told you this story, may not for this episode, but I'll tell you a story about what happened in San Diego with a waterbed and a window. <laughs> <laughs> but we are drinking Dr. They, they call them Dr. Pepper slammers because it tastes just like Dr. Pepper. You take the root beer schnapps, the shot of root beer schnapps, you drop it into your, your uh, glass of uh, beer. Your and beer you, of choice. And then you chug. Yep. Yeah, we just used Coors and then uh, drop it down. It tastes just like Dr. Pepper. Oh, and it's dangerous. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's that's where the rest of the story will be. will will begin. That's for another time, though. For a later date. Yeah. I'm pretty you know sure why? I told you that. I'm pretty sure I told you the story, but it it would be it would be fun for the listeners to be able to hear it. It's probable we we've had many a night of uh, story story tells. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even remember two days ago. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we just talked about this. Yeah, and the reason we are going to put that on the back burner is because the divisional round of the NFL playoffs is occurring this week. Playoffs, playoffs, divisional round. We're going to make the picks against the pick. Ken's going to guess the line. We're all going to make the pick and see how we fare. Last week was not good for neither me nor the pick. Uh, Ken, you went 500. Well, I only did one better. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I went three and three, I think. And you went, you guys went two and four or. or... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we were on the right side. Seattle was the right side. Baltimore. Well, we won the Baltimore one. Buffalo was the right side until it wasn't. I Ken... had Miami. That was my differ. Yeah. Ken, first game on the docket. The Jaguars are headed to Arrowhead to take That's on. That's never going to die, is it? No. <laughs> to take <laughs> on the Kansas City Chiefs. And before you set this line, I want you to know that Lil John is the halftime performer. Oh, there's a halftime performer for the divisional round. Yeah, things are getting wild. But here's the thing. <laughs> If you're doing the halftime show, then that tells you where your career is, Lil John. Lil John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So is he from Kansas City though? Remember they had that rapper from Kansas City when we were at the game? That's Tech Nine. Tech Nine, is he a real guy? Yeah, he's a real guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it meant he's a he's a fat he's kind of well, I mean, Tech Nine is like my that's like what I was coming up that when I was a young adult. Tech Nine was what we uh that was the rap music that we were coming into was Tech Nine. You, when you were coming up, so let's say 15 years ago, I have never heard of him. I I don't I don't uh I that is no surprise to me that you have not heard of Tech Nine. <laughs> now here's the other thing. I now I'm I'm not exactly sure who's gonna be doing the Super Bowl. I don't know if it's Russell Wilson's wife or somebody else. This is no, it's not. It's Rihanna. 
but I, but see, I, if you had said who's Russell Wilson's wife, I might have said Rihanna. I mean, I, I he could so. be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. You want to hear a joke about cats? I'm just kidding. Twelve point two percent alcohol by volume. Oh, that's a good one. The people get what they pay for at the, with this show. That's true. That's true. Um, you know a Rihanna song. I know you know the song. Umbrella, Ella, Ella. Eh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do. I I am familiar with that song. Yeah. yeah. How how could you not know that song? That's uh, that's probably the only one you would ever know. I honestly couldn't tell you where I've heard it, but I've heard it a thousand times. Or I no, she, she does the one with Marshall Mathers, something about a monster under the bed or something. Friends with the monster. Oh yeah, okay, under yeah. The bed. Yeah, he raps and then she does the she does the th- just like uh, just like in the Jay Z New York song. Yeah, where he, where he raps and then the one gal actually provides the talent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Alicia Keys. She actually is. Oh, is that who it was? Is that who it is? Okay. Yeah. So great subscribe, Alicia Keys. Lil John. Lil John. He's gonna Is get it? he's gonna get Arrowhead amped. They're gonna be it's gonna be loud. And, and by the way, I don't know if we said this on air when we recapped that game. Arrowhead, I'm so disappointed. That was not loud at all. No, it wasn't. And I I maybe the cold had a lot to do with it. You don't know. I mean, it yeah, was four degrees. I mean, what are they? Fair weather, loud, fair weather decibel getters. Is that if what it was? It yeah, but to be fair to the people of Kansas City, if it was four degrees in Seattle, the stands would have been empty. That's true. So. Yeah, they would know that the city would have been empty. Evacuate! <laughs> what is happening? Okay. Um. Now, well, Kansas Jacksonville needs to build up a lead then, because if they've got to ride out the second half, because if Lil John comes out and pumps up the crowd, then who knows what happens? It's going to be a bad deal. Yeah. Pat, Patty Mahomes, big Lil John fan. Uh, he told me he did. Yeah. He's a friend of the show. He let me, I wish, I wish he would just set aside 10 minutes for us. That's all. I'll show show you the text. Here it is right here. See that it's uh, it says Lil John halftime. Let's go. Exclamation, exclamation. I don't even know. Yeah. How exclamation. He even had a comma in there. I like that. He's yeah, very... he's, he's grammatically correct. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Um, Kansas City at home against Jacksonville. A lot of people are on board Jacksonville right now. Maybe a lot of people, a lot of people love Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, T-Law, T-Larry out here doing great things. Great things with a lot of people. T-Larry. <laughs> Is that what the kids call him? Okay. That's what I'm calling him. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would have thought before last week's game, the line would have been a lot bigger, but I think uh, people are on board Jacksonville right now. They're be- they're believing. I'm going to say this line is at minus seven and a half. It is minus eight and a half, Ken. And re- if you recall, these two teams did play this year. Kansas, City was, Kansas City was favored <laughs> by 10. Banshees of Insurance. And I believe they they won by 10. So one of the games they covered, huh? No, there was a push. Oh, push. Well, I mean, but at least close enough. But I have no faith in Kansas City covering. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I would like to see Jacksonville win because anything new and refreshing is what I always go for when my team's out of the playoffs. But I don't think Jacksonville is going to win, but I don't think they're going to lose by nine points. Can give me Kansas City. They are going to come out. Lil John's going to sing, let's go. Okay. What? What? 
But Jacksonville's already going to have their 20-point lead. It's going to be We just saw the what opposite. Jacksonville did in the first half against the Chargers. You think they're going to get a lead in the first half? Yes, because because Jay Larry has got all of the interceptions out of his system now. <laughs> T Larry's got them all out. <laughs> or Cam, T Larry. Doug, Doug Peterson does not have the coaching edge in this one. Kansas City is going to blow the Andy Reid off a bye. Have you heard these statistics? It's baked <laughs> into the line already, but give me Kansas City blowout win. You and the pick. Jacksonville's not ready. You and the pick. In concert, that makes me feel good. Oh, boy. Mm. Here we go. The best game of the weekend, the one I want to watch, the Danny Dimes-led New York Giants. This man is playing for his money, heading to Philadelphia to take right, on the Eagles. Is his mommy? Is his mommy? He's playing for his money. Pay that oh, man oh, his money. Oh, oh, you're doing that. You're doing that John Malkovich thing. I uh, got yeah. you. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's horrible. Worst Russian accent ever. Um, what is going to be the line on this? I don't even know what they did to each other all year. I'm going to say this is going to be minus five and a half. It is minus seven and a half. First time Philly blew the doors off them. Second time nobody played and the Giants covered. That was the last week of the season, though. They knew it was was already set. Give me the New York Giants on this one. They are not going to win, but Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts is going to be a little bit. He's still got the rust that he's trying to shake off of him. He's going to be, I believe he had a separated shoulder. That's my guess. Or a broken collarbone, or some kind of severely injured. But it's probably not a broke, maybe a cracked collarbone. It wouldn't have been. He'd been out if it was a broken collarbone. Broken collarbone. But he would have been if it was a broken collarbone because there's no way because it's on his throwing shoulder as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No way. But he's still got some rust. He's shaking off. Maybe they should start Gardner Minshew. Just saying. Minshew magic. Give me the Giants to cover. I think Philadelphia moves on, though. Can give me the Eagles. I think we see a blowout in keeping with the trends. Blowout victory. Philly's going to blow the doors off them. It's going to be like the first time they played them. It's not going to be good for the Giants, although I want the Giants to win. You want the Giants to win? Yeah. I don't want the Giants to win. Uh, I don't want any of these NFC teams to win. Isn't this strange (laughs) that the NFC East, going into the season, you thought biggest joke in football, perhaps, and they've got three teams remaining. Of remaining, the te- it's still remaining. Yeah, of the four <laughs> teams that are still playing in the NFC, three of them are from the NFC East. Who would have thought that? The pick is on the Giants. Can of the NFC East teams minus the Thinskins, the Giants are the ones I can get down with. I don't like their fans because they're stupid, but. The team has suffered, and I like Brian Dayball, and I like Danny Dimes because everybody's like, Danny Dimes sucks for the last four years he's been in the league. What a guy. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. The the the, the problem that I have with the Giants is, and Giants fans in particular is they think that Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer, and the guy is just a mediocre quarterback. D- tell me one time during his during his career anybody had him on their fantasy roster. It just didn't happen unless if there was injuries. 18 league, t- 18 league team, 18 team <laughs> leagues, go, two quarterbacks, two quarterbacks, 18 team <laughs> league, or 18. Yeah. 18 team leagues. 
What did the pick do? Sorry, <laughs> I interrupted. <laughs> the pick went with the Giants, too, so I'm done. All right, here we go. Ken, rematch, kind of. Was the first one a match? Cincinnati at Buffalo. Why are they making the next game a neutral field when this is the epitome of the game that should be on a neutral field? Well, if Cincinnati had won and Buffalo had lost, wouldn't this game still be in Buffalo? No, Cincinnati would have leapfrogged Buffalo. Oh, really? Okay, so then that's a good point you just made. This one should be in Atlanta then, because then it would have been yeah. it would have been three way tie. Well, Cincinnati or uh, Kansas City won the last game, so it would have been if Kansas City had lost, it would have been Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati all tied with thirteen wins. Oh. But Cincinnati would have had the head-to-head. Over Buffalo. Buffalo over would have Buffalo. had the head-to-head over Kansas City. But now did Kansas City play Cincinnati? I'm sure they did. And they lost to Cincinnati. So Cincinnati would have been number one. Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, but that you just use that. you As a coach, you use that as ammunition. It doesn't matter because Kansas City won the last game anyway. So they had one more win than those guys would have had. (laughs) But Jacksonville's going to end up winning now because we just went through all this. Jacksonville's going to end up winning. The game's going to be in either Cincy or Buffalo. I don't see it happening. The line first, and and then I'll give you my analysis of this game. The line is going to be minus four and a half. Minus five and a half. Minus five and a half. I believe it opened. I believe it opened at that four, four and a half spot. But people are in love with the Bills. That's the problem. When this is this is the this is the rematch. This is the this is the Hamlin went down. Hamlin shows up for this game, I bet. If he's if he's able. The way I understand it, he is going to be at the game. The Bengals lost another offensive lineman in the yeah, last th- game. That's three. Okay. So, I mean, that, that, but Buffalo lost Von Miller. So they don't have much of a pass rush. Cincinnati was ahead in that game, as we recall. Seven to three. Yeah. Um, I need Cincinnati to win in our uh, confidence uh, projections, whatever you want to call that. I'm not going to call for the outright win. But Buffalo narrowly escaped the Miami Dolphins with their third-string quarterback. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. So give me Cincinnati. I wouldn't be surprised if they come up with the upset, but I'm just calling for a cover. Ken, give me the Buffalo Bills in blowout fashion. They are going to win by at least two touchdowns. And this will be the third blowout of the weekend. Yeah, you are all over the favorites, and I am all over the dogs. So <laughs> something's got to give here. The pick is on board with you. So the, the pick is waffling. The, the pick, Watch the pick. If the pick goes 4-0, and oh, then that means you and I are probably going to go 2-2. Two and two. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, next game, the final game of the divisional round, we've got the Dallas Cowboys, after a shellacking of the greatest quarterback of all time, headed to San Fran or Santa Clara. Where is it? Santa Clara, Santa. Santa Cla- yeah, Levi's Stadium. 
Levi Stadium to take on Brock Purdy and the 11 wins in a <laughs> row, San Francisco 49ers. All right, Kansas City was minus seven and a half. I'm going to assume this is the largest line. I'm assuming that. So I'm going to say it's minus nine. Ken, this is the tightest line. This is minus three and a half. Mm. Now, the line didn't matter to me. I knew that San Fran was going to be favored in this game, but I am calling for Moneyline Dallas Cowboys, and there's two reasons for this. Number one, Brock Purdy not looking the greatest despite what all the analysis or all the experts in the field. All the, have, all the have, anal rapists said? Uh, yes, the anal rapists. <laughs> uh, the Seattle's front four. I mean, Seattle's secondary is fantastic. but they Seattle, have, Seattle's front seven. No Seattle, Brooks. That's right. So their, their back end actually helped kept pace despite the fact that they cannot get a rush on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is just running around freely, getting all kinds of craziness going on, looking like Michael Vick in the background, even though he's a slow white guy from Iowa. Come on. (laughs) I don't think he's from Iowa, but he went to Iowa State. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's probably from San Fran, for all we know. I think he actually is from – no, he's from Chandler, Arizona. I know that. Arizona, okay. Dallas's front four is a far cry better than than uh, than Seattle's front four. And I don't Micah, know about. I, let me stop you right there. Is is Dallas's front four good or is Micah Parsons good? He's part of the front four. Therefore, is, is the front four good or is Micah Parsons transcendent? As a collective unit, <laughs> oh, Dallas so is, the law of averages. <laughs> Dallas's front four is better than Seattle's front four. A far cry. Yeah, but they're back for is not even close. It's not even close, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be under pressure and Purdy is going to make mistakes. That's what I'm saying. The front four for Dallas is going to make things awkward. As long as Dak Prescott doesn't do stupid things like he's prone to do, then we'll be okay. And what's his name? Brett Maher. Maher. Game-winning field goal. Oh, to keep his job. Ken, I'm going to stop you right there, okay? Even though you were done, I'm going to stop you. (laughs) Dallas' front four, yeah, hoity-toity, yada, yada. But guess what? Micah Parsons is best when he can pin his ears back. You know what he can't do against Kyle Shanahan's offense? That's just a bunch of motion and a bunch of running. Pin his ears back. You know what he's going to be like? Is it? Oh, I'm going to. Oh, this is it. I'm going to pin my ears back. I got Brock Purdy dead to rights. Screen, little flip to Christian McCaffrey. 28 yards, 32 yards, 44 yards all day long. This, this comes down to one thing Kyle Shanahan or Mike McCarthy? What's oh, no. Then I'm screwed. You just screwed. Oh, God. Ah, that's just, I got to stand up now. My butt hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been rammed. And also the Cowboys offense is led by Dak Prescott. And you mentioned this, all he has to do is not stupid shit. He does a lot of stupid shit. 
he does do a lot of stupid shit, but I, I feel a lot of running game. I feel Dallas keeps the score low, and that's why the game-winning field goal. Give me San Fran minus three and a half. This is a real money play. The pick is on Dallas. Yep, we are going. We're all going two and two. We're going two and two. The pick is going four and oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that means your money play is busted. Son of a. <laughs> I had San Fran is. Bose is going to be eating Dak Prescott for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He'll probably get hurt or something. I would, I'd be okay with that. The only I mean, way you beat, so this is how you beat San Fran. You have somebody like DK Metcalf, maybe CD, CD Lamb, beat Ward. That's all you got to do. And you throw it deep. That's and, right. They have, because they have no secondary. Yeah. Dak Prescott, I don't think he's that smart. I, I've, li- <laughs> I listened to a lot of content on the NFL. And everybody's like, well, you know, it's funny. Dak is actually good. He's a good quarterback. No, I think he fucking sucks. No, he's horrible. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> like if Seattle, if Seattle traded for Dak Prescott, I would, I would be like, what the fuck is going on here? Fortunately, we're not going to be doing it. John Schneider is not that dumb. Exactly. Exactly. I saw uh, real quick before we move on to the lottery here, Ken, th- somebody actually tweeted this out. They said, uh, and without me lo- locating the tweet, it was something to this tune. Seattle receives Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb. Green Bay receives 2023 pick number five, 2024 first round pick. DK Metcalf and Tariq Woolen. And then and then the person had the audacity to say, who says no? And then a Seahawks beat writer tweet retweeted it and said, All of us, we all say fuck no. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is way too much. You guys, you are high. Did you watch Aaron Rodgers play this year? You are I, know, high. I, I had to like it because the guy the guy just said, All of us. We all say, <laughs> I was like, that is, that is, yeah, geez, let's just give away our entire future for Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb. Randall, Randall Cobb. Cobb. Does, how many games did he play this year? Six? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who says no? Is, is this rhetorical? <laughs> Ken, we are going to win the lottery oh. on this show. Oh. Uh, just like the Packers would win the lottery with that trade. Jesus Christ. Are we going with ineligibles or what are we doing? No, I didn't look up ineligibles. Let's just roll with it. Random. It's random. It's random. random And somebody won it last night. So here we go. First number on the docket, 24. Beast Quake. Number 10. Jim Zorn. (laughs) 27. Sean Alex. Oh no, he's 37. Who's 37? Jeez. Who's 27? Nobody. I don't know. 27 is uh what is Ryan Neal? 25? 35. Yeah. 35 sounds right. Yeah. I don't know who 27 is. Does it have to be a current player? I couldn't tell you a good 27 ever. Uh there's a NASCAR driver that was 27. Who was it? I don't care. Number three. Of course I know that. Of course, I know the NASCAR. Yeah. Next one, 42. Chris Warren. Final final number six, me. You. 
Yeah. Parker, Why six? Parker Pheasants, quarterback, 2007, no, 2009, Cody Grossi, number six. Why did you why did you choose six or did you choose six? I chose six because I liked the way it looked on the jersey and I couldn't choose 13 because we didn't have that number. You, what do you mean you didn't have that number? <laughs> they, you could, they there were certain numbers you could order and 13 was not one of them. You know who number 27 is? Tariq Woolen. There you have it. <laughs> you had number 6 because you love Baker Mayfield, right? Does That's he wear the, 6? It's exactly what it was. Even though Baker Mayfield is younger than me. He is. This is uh, th this lead this this brings Wait, we didn't do a Powerball yet. Oh, we haven't won yet. Okay. 4 <laughs> 16 which is the number i wore in junior high i think you just like six that's all yeah because if i if there was a third if i would have if i would have played another year it would have been another six that would have been three sixes 26 26 yeah 26 as the as the quarterback actually i switched to number one because number one on the program is number one in your hearts hmm most people threw their programs away, I'm sure. It's true. There's a lot of a lot of recycled programs. What was your guy's record the last year you played football? Do you remember? <laughs> Two and seven. <laughs> you only played offense? <laughs> Did you play defense? Safety? No, I didn't play defense. No two-way player, huh? I played – well, yeah, I did. I played – so I played because – so the kid that was older than me – he was a senior, so he played quarterback, and I was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to play wide receiver then so I can play. So then I played wide receiver, and then on defense I played corner. I see. I only played organized football one year, and I played left out. Yeah. It's because you're tall? It's because they don't have wide receivers in nine-man football. I played nine-man football. Not in the day that I did. Nope, definitely the, not. The biggest guy on our team was our running back. I was like, "What? What are we doing here? You guys, you guys are idiots." <laughs> we 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 were real bad. We had a bunch of uh, we maybe we only won one game. I think we won two though. We won one. I think the yeah, year that we... I the year that I played, we won one. Then my senior year, where, where I didn't participate, we went four and four, and that was a miracle. Well, yeah. So I didn't. I I left the year after that. So I would have been. I was a. I was a freshman. Yeah, I was a freshman, and I think we won one game because the foreign exchange student kicked a field goal in nine man football to win it. A field goal. Yeah. That never even. That was never even attempted in any of our games. Yeah, that was. <laughs> we had him, and yeah, he could boot it. And I think maybe we did only win one game. The seniors we had on that team were complete dog shit. It was like, whoa, you guys fucking suck ass. Hmm. It's a bummer. And then all our good players got hurt. All the good players were in my grade or the grade above me. So it got worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bad deal. Can people love lists? We are going to give the people a much anticipated list. It is the top five, count them five, best or worst 
whichever way you want to go with it, we're malleable on the list. Trades of all time. And do we want to jump in now or do we want to just tell Zoom that it sucks again? And Let's let's Zoom suck because we're going to go two into this and then it's going to stop. Yeah. All right. When we come back, the much into you guys only have to wait a little bit longer, like seconds. <laughs> It'll be seconds for you. Yes. You won't even notice. Ken and we're back and real quick, just before we give the people what they want, because we're men of the people by the people for the people. I've got a trivia question for you, Ken. Oh, okay. I'm going to set Achilles. Achilles. <laughs> I'm going to set the stage. Okay. All right. I'm a married man. Me and my wife. I was there. I yeah. Saw it. Yeah. My wife and I have uh, two children that are in a daycare center, right? They go every single day. Sunday? No, except Saturday and Sunday, every okay. single weekday. And then we also have a school-age child, and she goes after school. After school program, greatly reduced in price. Ken, I just got my tax documents for the amount of money that I spent in child care for 2022. I want you to guess how much that was. <clears throat> okay. You get, th- no. I'll give you three questions. You can ask me three questions. Okay. The first question is, is how Minus many hours- exact amounts? How many hours a day does Marley go to, to after school care? It doesn't matter because it's a flat rate. It's a flat rate. No matter what you can have her spend the night. <laughs> she, well, no, uh, this, there's no extras, right? So you have to pick them up by six. Otherwise every minute after six, you get charged like $5 a minute. Oh really? It's yeah. like, it's like long distance. Huh? It's, yeah, it's like long distance calling. <laughs> there were no there were no added expenses. This is straight flat rate. Okay, and you had both both of your both of the younger were in daycare all year. All year, every single day. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna say it has been so long since I had to worry about this. Kind I know of stuff. this is but why it's going to be interesting. I'm going to say $40,000. Holy Hannah. No, it's not nothing crazy like no? that. Okay. Molly would not be working if that were the case. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking, okay. Let, so let me break it down. Let me break let's hear it. What okay. you, let's hear what you got. So you got both your kids 40 hours a week. Okay, so that's 80 hours, j- just the two, just the two boys, 80 hours a week. Let's say it's $3 an hour times 80 is 240 times 52 weeks. We'll make it 50 to make it easy is 4,800. Okay, um, let's say 17.5. Little low, little low there. Oh, oh. But so you were, gotta... you're you're pretty close on on your numbers because uh, it is it does break down. So Judah every week is like two hundred and eleven dollars. Okay. Luca every week is like two hundred and fifty dollars. So that's that's four hundred and sixty ish. 
times 100 is 4,600 is 2,300. Wait a minute. 46, 23. Okay, I'm going to say 20. No, 31,000. No, it's it's less than that. Marley's not that expensive. So no, is no. it is it a school program? She just like does yeah. So it, hers is like hers is like sixty bucks a week. Hers is I'm hers not, is cake. Like to buy snacks, basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the, the final number can on the year twenty one k. That's my third guess. Twenty twenty two three seventy one. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it just it went up ten percent this year. So when my kid, that's more. Well, now granted, this is twenty years ago, yeah. right? So, but that's that's more than that's more than the X made per year. Now yeah. we only had we only had two kids, of course. When they were both in daycare at the same time, I think we paid a buck fifty an hour per. <laughs> i love you america it's, it's so great to be here continue on with uh letting our youth just go roam the streets and now we're gonna have more i don't even want to get into it but judah is out in eight months and then my life is completely different now is he do they do, I don't know how they even do kindergarten anymore. Is it all day, every day? Is it, is it two, two, three days a week? One, two no, days they, a week? so they go every day, but then they'll do like, so he'll be, so what he'll essentially do is go to an after school program. Well, I'll have to see how I can work it out. I might try to pick him up every day and uh, bring him home. So I don't have to do after school program. Put him to work. Exactly. Bring him along with, yeah. That's Let him right. watch. Take over. Take over the biz, buddy. Can, can people love this stuff? Yeah, exactly. Bring him a phone. All he needs is a phone. Just watch videos. People love lists, Ken. That was a list of a whole lot of shit that I have to deal with. Uh, daycare. <clears throat> daycare expenses. Ridiculous. And they just went up. I pay $494 a week for both of them now. Kids are expensive. Kids are expensive. Hopefully, you know what's you know what's the real cat's ass about it as well. I'm not gonna be old enough to where they can wipe my own ass. I'm just gonna be dead, so I don't get to reap the benefit. Sure, you will. What are you right now? Minus what? Because I'm gonna be minus. I'm gonna be minus nineteen this year. I'd say, well, let's see. I'm 30 now, so I'd say I'm minus probably about 35, minus 35. Minus 35. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's hard living. <laughs> <laughs> these twi- these barrel quad bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need a liver transplant, huh? Well, you know, I got the COVID <laughs> vaccine, so I'm going to have cardiac arrest 17 times in the next four years. Mm. Get yourself a treadmill. Ken. I go to the gym every day. People love lists. <laughs> We've got a list. It's a top five, count of five, best or worst trades that have ever been made. Do you want to go first or second on this one, Ken? We'll let you go first. All sports included. All sports, all trades I is what I did. Okay. Oh, so you got something like uh, in entertainment? I got oh. <laughs> so, I got I got something interesting for you. Can my number one, and I'm gonna have to go to the notebook here because I wrote them all down. Uh, 
The date. Let me set the stage. The date. Okay. June. You you give me the date, and then I'll see if I can guess the trade. June 16th, 1975. 75? 1975? Hmm. A man wants out. He requests a trade. Says he wants to go where he I'm has I'm going to say, friends. hold on, I... I'm going to say it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got it. Ding, 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 ding. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar says, hey, Milwaukee, Bucks, I want out. I want to go somewhere. I want to go to the city. I want to feel at home again. New York, Los Angeles, those are the teams that are on the map. Milwaukee accepts a trade. Here are the parameters of the trade. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and his backup center, Walt Wesley, headed to the Los Angeles Lakers. In return, Milwaukee gets Elmore Smith center. Mm -hmm. All right, they got a position. They need to fill it. Brian Winters, guard. Heard of him? Only because I have him written down on my piece of paper here. Dave Myers and Junior Bridgman. Junior Bridgman. Who could forget? Who could forget? Okay, but that's not where it stops, Ken, okay? Because Myers, he was a bust, draft bust, total bust. Four seasons he made it with the Milwaukee Bucks. Mr. Smith, Mr. Elmore Smith, the center that replaced Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and his backup. One and a half seasons, and then he was traded away. Okay. And now I didn't go. I didn't go to inception level. I didn't go to the third to, to get the, the whole spider web because I figured we have a time constraint. Yeah, that's fair. Winters and Bridgman, though their numbers are retired in Milwaukee. Good for them. You know they were staples, oh really staples in the Milwaukee Bucks. But I mean, if you want to look at it, Kareem, how many championships did he win? Five. Now, to be fair, he did win one for Milwaukee. That is true. One on the way out. Right. So, I mean, and he's about to not be the greatest scorer of all time, right? Because his number is about to be passed by another legend. He he, He shall not be named. The most intelligent basketball player of all time? Magic Johnson? I actually had that one written down. I found it. I found it um, intriguing. I would. It's tough to say that it was that bad a trade for Milwaukee, though, because he, because Kareem, knowing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and his personality, he might have just walked away from the game. Well, he did say he was going to sit out if, if right. they didn't trade him, he was going to sit out. Right. So that's fair. That's fair. It would have been funnier if he had gone to the Knicks, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a Knicks one for you later. I had I had a hard one for the date here. I actually thought that was er, that would have been earlier than 1975, but no, because I believe Kareem played with Magic, did he not? Oh yeah, yeah. In 79, they well that that 79 80 they that was the dream the team, at? or that was the show time, I should say. That, yeah, that's what the, that's what the show was about was about that season. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, they played together quite because he played until late eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he, well, like you said, five titles. It takes, so, it takes, it takes, and time he didn't, he didn't win one until, until magic got there. Yeah. Because, because the Lakers won theirs, I believe in 72. Was yeah, the one, when they were, when they were again, stacked. That's the one they had Jerry West. Mm-hmm. That was the one that they stole from the Celtics. Stole. No, wait. Maybe it was 71. I'm trying to think now. 72 might have been the Knicks. 72, 73 might have been the Knicks. They won back to back, right? Uh, I don't know. Did they win back to I know 73 was the Knicks, but did they win back to back? I don't really. Not really that. I know who won it in 1979. Your Seattle Supersonics. So the Lakers must have won it in eighty. Yeah, that would well, yeah. that would have been yeah, that would have been Magic's first. Did he win as a rookie? As a rookie, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's a good get, good get. I had that one written down, so now I'm now I'm I might be scrambling. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this one out here. I think this is the greatest trade in the history of trades. Period. Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Um, this is absolutely ridiculous. Now I left this one off because it was so, so stupid. It's, it's so obvious. Um, the Minnesota Vikings gave up linebacker, Jesse, raise your hand when you've heard one of these names, linebacker, Jesse Solomon. I've heard it because of the Herschel Walker trade. (laughs) (laughs) Defensive back, Isaac Holt running back, Darren Nelson. Now we, I, I do know Darren Nelson because I've played Tech Mobile. He's actually pretty good in Tech Mobile. <laughs> and that back then he was still with the Vikings on in the Tech Mobile days. Linebacker David Howard, defensive end Alex Stewart. Now, if it's just that, you think, well, that's a pretty fair trade. But the Minnesota Vikings also gave up back-to-back first rounders. The 1990 first round pick turned into Emmett Smith. Perhaps you've heard of him. I've heard of him, but I'm not impressed. The 1990, I'm not impressed either, compiler. 1990, when you got that offensive line, you should Asterisk, be. asterisk. Yeah. 1991 first rounder, Alvin Harper, which you may or may not know, he ended up go- becoming a free agent in Tampa Bay and his his career kind of fizzled after that. He benefited from being opposite of Michael Irving. Yeah, that. No, that. Yeah. That but typically, to, you know, when you just have one man to beat as opposed to. Yeah. You know where the focus is yeah. on that defense. And then a second rounder in 1991 as well, Darren Woodson, who turned out to be a fairly good quarterback. I believe he won Super Bowl MVP because he had two Pittsburgh interceptions. Ste- was he with the, Pittsburgh Steelers? That was the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's when that's when that he got paid his money. That man got paid. And then and then yeah. he went to Oakland and played with Charles Woodson. And then his career ended. Really. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where <laughs> careers went. Oakland to die. That's my number one trade of all time. The that black hole. Ken, no, my no. number two best trade of all time. And I think you're going to like this one. Because this is one where I kind of went off. I went off on, on the grid here. Mark McGuire, 1998. Okay. Not the Oakland Athletics that you thought I was going to say. Hits. His 70th home run breaks the record at the time 
man catches the ball, a man by the name of Phil Azerski. Okay. <laughs> well, we're Phil going Az- into the weeds here. <laughs> Phil Azerski catches a 70th home run ball. The St. Louis Cardinals say, hey, Phil Azerski, we'll trade you a signed baseball bat by Mark McGuire. Okay. A signed baseball by Mark McGuire mm-hmm. and a signed jersey by Mark McGuire. Boy, he the, got fleeced. The man, the myth, the legend, let me stop you right there, Ken, says, I also want to meet Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire says, fuck that. No. Phil Azerski says, fuck you. I will sell this ball for $3.05 million. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate fleece. Phil Azerski, you are a legend. Sells the ball for $3 million because McGuire said no, he's not going to meet the fucker. What does that say about Mark McGuire? That guy's an asshole. That's and that's the reason I wanted to put this on the list. Mark McGuire's an asshole. No, I did not. Well, that was Palmero, but McGuire also did this, you know, with the <laughs> with the finger shake. <laughs> I have never taken steroids. Yeah, was, you're just a fucking dipshit, is all you are. It was Androstein diode. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't steroids, <laughs> it was just human performance growth, HGH. My gosh. So the trade that never was is your number two, but that's a, that's a winner. I mean, you got a clear cut winner right there. Phil Zerski is the second best trade of all time. What he did, he traded the option for 3 million. Would that's Mark the highest, do- the highest selling home run ball of all time. Really? Yep. McGuire. What a dud. What a dud that guy is. My number two, and I and this one I just found as being funny more than anything, is why I put this one down. This is in the in the realm of hockey. And I don't know if you know the name, but he was traded to the Detroit Red Wings. Chris Draper. Draper. Yeah, I have heard that name. Not a standout, but a, a serviceable winger for the Detroit Red Wings. Was this this was when they were winning all the titles, right? Right. From the Winnipeg Jets, he was traded for $1. $1. Chris Draper went on to score 161 goals, not great, but sir for a dollar. Sir, I mean, I mean, you get what you pay for and that's not the case here. 203 assists and for each Stanley Cup that he won, it cost Detroit 25 cents because he went on to win four Stanley Cups. Not the greatest player, but very serviceable. Came to play every night. $1 Winnipeg Jets. Nicely but done. That team, that team shortly dismantled after that, but <laughs> that's neither here. Became the Anna, became the Atlanta Flames. I, or No, what did they call themselves? I can't even remember. They, I believe they went to to Atlanta though, and was there for a little while. It wasn't the Flames because the Flames was Atlanta when, and then they moved to Calgary. Yeah, way way back when. But the Jets, I believe, moved to Atlanta. 
was it the Thrashers? Maybe that sounds right. But that was that was even short lived, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Draper, one dollar. Chris Draper. Four Stanley Cup rings. Ken, my number. What am I on? Three. Three. My number three is NBA. And this is uh, back when Kevin Garnett got traded to Boston mm. to make the the uh, the big three. Yes, but it's not on the Boston side. What Minnesota, the Timberwolves, got for the only man to ever lead you into the playoffs, the conference championships, never a finals, but the greatest Minnesotan basketball player of all time, Kevin Garnett. This is what Minnesota gets. Al Jefferson, okay, serviceable player. Yeah. Sure. Ryan Gomes, don't know. Mm-hmm. Gerald Green became fine after Minnesota. Theo Ratliff, just fine after Minnesota. Sebastian Telfair, the last person that got into the league before they changed the rule to having to go to the NCAA or to go to college for at least a year. So, you know, pretty bad, but they made a they made a show about him at least. Telfair's okay. I mean, he's he's an okay player. Yeah, yeah. But they here's a lot of here's the real cat's ass about it. They got in 2009 two first round picks, which ended up being pick number five, pick number six. Which with those picks, the Minnesota Timberwolves selected. Point guard, Ricky Rubio, serviceable. Shooting guard, Johnny Flynn, serviceable for a couple years. Never heard of him. Yeah. With the seventh pick in the 2009 NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors select Stephen Curry. Was he seven? That high? Yeah. Davidson. So that ended up going that ended up being a trade from Minnesota to Golden State for something packaged. No, I'm saying that Minnesota whiffed on on those two picks. And oh, then, they picked those are the two that they picked ahead of. Ahead of Stephen Curry. Okay, I I, I got you now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, still, I think I think Minnesota won that trade, to be honest so? with you. Yeah, they got pretty good players, and I'm sure they they I'm sure those turned into a lot. They, the the tree of that trade has got to be lengthy. Well, yeah, with the NBA, it's always tough, right? Because you get four four team trades, three team trades, and then yeah. somebody's somebody's got just picking up dollars, and the other person's picking up rights to another person. It's it's absurd. That's why I didn't want to go too deep on it because it would have taken me all day. Right. Or more picks. There's always more picks somewhere. And yeah. Unprotected know. or protected. And then if it's unprotected, you get the, th- the 13th. If it's protected, you get the second. It's, it's, I, I don't even know. Salary cap guys for the NBA. Good on you. And Minnesota hasn't won a playoff series since Garnett. Correct. Wow. That's <laughs> a long time, dude. That's like 20 years now. Yeah. Well, no, about 15, I guess, probably. I think I think the trade occurred the the trade occurred in two thousand and seven or eight, but I think that I don't think that KG won since two thousand and like five or four. 
So, so at it least is 15 damn near. Years. It is damn near twenty years. Well, it, luckily for them, they've got a rod to turn them around. So that's true. That is true. And he's out. I don't know if you saw this, Ken. Don't know where you would have. Don't know uh, how you would have. A-Rod posts an Instagram photo after the last big snow of him with a shovel in his driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, ah, Minnesota winters. And then everybody just blasts. There's no fucking way you shovel your driveway. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. I heard that it was him and Correa was the joke. Oh, I didn't I, see it. I just saw him out there in his winter gear with the shovel. Ah. He wasn't even in Minnesota. He probably was. <laughs> you know what? He was photoshopped into a, into a picture. <laughs> he was standing in front of a green screen, leaning against a shovel, and then they made it a picture because he was in. Well, what was so? It was probably Bloomington. They flew in private. They got a photo shoot and then they just left and went back to Cabo. <laughs> Jesus place is ridiculous. Yeah, cool. what the fuck? How long do I have to stand here? One and we're out. One and we're out. <laughs> Give me that damn shovel. My number three. The greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. He gets drafted by a team. He says, no, nope, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that, son. You best get me out of here. Really? You're talking about Eli Manning after you said he's not a Hall of Famer? That's right. He wasn't going to San Diego. <laughs> your your man, John Elway, ends up going to four Super Bowls, wins two. The Indianapolis Colts, or I guess they were the Baltimore, Baltimore Colts back then. Yeah. They end up getting offensive tackle Chris Hinton and a first-round pick. I didn't even look at what they turned their first round pick into because I know Baltimore screwed it up because <laughs> that's what Baltimore did. That's why they had to pack up in the middle of the night and, and tuck tail off into Indianapolis. John Elway. That was forced. He forced his hand. He did. He did. Him and Kareem. Him and Kareem. Those, those dogs. And they're supposed to be some of the greatest of all time. Ken, my number four, because you're dogging on the Colts franchise, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you one that is kind of a win-win for both, right? So I don't know where I don't know which way I wanted to go with this one. Was it was it bad? Was it good? Was it the worst or was it the best? Because this is a win-win trade for both teams. Marshall Falk, 19 Colts. 90. Was it 98? I believe this occurred. He said he's he's due up for a new contract. Peyton Manning comes in as a rookie. Three wins. Marshall Falk says, I kind of want out. Here comes a buyer in the St. Louis Rams. Rams give up a second and a fifth round pick to the Colts. However, Digging deeper into it, you know, Marshall Fall goes on to the Rams, right? Greatest show on turf. Kurt Warner, here we go. Bam, let him ride. Super Bowl win. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. He was a Hall of Famer with the Colts, though. Yeah. 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 He was all right. He was all right. However, with the second round pick, the Colts select Mike Peterson, outside linebacker. Serviceable. Serviceable. With the fifth round pick, 
the Colts select Brad Scioli. Scioli? Some kind of Italian guy? Yeah. 27 starts. You know, gave it his all on those 27 starts. But let's stop looking. Let's stop looking at the semantics of it all because we get it. We need to think deeper because that's what we do on the show. We think deeper. We look at different avenues, different ways. What this did was instilled confidence. Dead ends. Dead ends. Yeah. <laughs> it instilled confidence in a, in a young Peyton Manning. And also the Colts sucked so bad with the fourth overall pick in the next draft. They get Edrin James, Edrin James, hall of famer, hall of famer. So that this is one that kind of worked out for both. I didn't know which way to go. Now, did Marshall ever play with Peyton? I thought they were overlapped one year. One year, yeah. That was the yeah, three okay. and 13. Okay, okay. Good for them. Both of them ended up winning a Super Bowl, too. So Exactly. The Rams, well, and then the Rams just fell into disarray, but they, they, they came out of it, but they're back Mark, in disarray. Mark Bolger didn't get it done for them? No. <laughs> no, good. You know that you're right. That's a, I would say that's a that's a almost extremely level trade. Yeah. Good dig. Good dig. I'm going to throw one out here real, just real quick, and then I've got my my. I want to save my best for last. But another Hall of Fame quarterback got traded, <clears throat> drafted in the late first round by a team, and then gets traded for a pick. That's ended ends up being a higher pick, a first round 17th overall. I believe he was picked like the 30th or 29th, something like that. His name was Brett Favre. Favre. Yeah, heard of him. He was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of people don't know that he wasn't a Green Bay Packer his entire career. Actually threw his first touchdown as an Atlanta Falcon. Did he? I didn't even know he saw the field as a Falcon. Yep, to the other team. Oh, pick six. <laughs> Who would have thought? Hold on. Farb doesn't throw interceptions. No, not him. <laughs> I believe that the, the simple reason that 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 Brett Favre got traded is just because Jerry Glanville didn't like him. Yeah, and that yeah, was... I, I agree 100%. <laughs> that was it. And that's why in Jerry Glanville, Jerry Glanville coined the phrase NFL, not for long. You know what the NFL stands for? Not for long. If you keep playing like that, kid. He was not for long as a head coach. As Mike, Holmgren, Mike Holmgren had other ideas. That's right. And John Gruden. Actually, Mike Holmgren probably would have preferred to have Majkowski playing, but he had a little injury, and then the rest is history. The rest, the rest is history. Brett Favre's first pass attempt with the Atlanta Falcons as a rook, pick six. Love that. You heard it, it was here. a touchdown, though. It, it was a touchdown. a touchdown. You heard it here first, folks. Ken, real Just quick, like that. was his name Sam Howell? Sam Howell, yeah. First pass, touchdown. Only it was counted for his team. That's true. Ken, my number, uh, my number five, and this is the biggest swindling of all time. Although it did take some work, Thomas Jefferson, your. Declaration of Independence writer. Yeah. Third president. Third president. Uh, one time said, you know what? <sighs> you French bastards. I like the looks of that there, Louisiana area. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Napoleon. 
he he was looking around. All of a sudden, he looks down. He says, "Oh, there you are." He says, "Hey, heard you got was, some." How tall was Thomas Jefferson? Do we know? <laughs> six, six foot. <laughs> he says, "Hey there, Napoleon." He says, uh, I see you got some uh, land there along the Mississippi River on the west side there. I'm looking to buy that there land, me and my slaves. Thomas Jefferson did own slaves. History ensues. The Louisiana purchase occurs. $15 million, Ken. $15 million. Equates- $15 million. How many square miles are we talking? It equates to $18 per square mile. Oh yeah, <laughs> The mass swindling of all time. However, I will say to France's to France's uh uh credit? Credit. They they were about to lose the land. There was uprising occurring and they also didn't own all of it. So the real loser in this trade was of course the Native Americans. <laughs> because, because what France sold to the United States was the rights to take over Native American land, either by treaty or by force. So we got first rights, the United States, to go take the Native Americans' land. Louisiana Purchase, number five. It's a great trade. Um, great trade, unless if you're a Native American. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> then you'd be on the worst side of that trade. Yeah, yeah. But they've been they've been fleeced over and over again. I mean, you could create your own top five just from that. You <laughs> did top ten. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what a shit show. God, we are so bad. <laughs> uh, not we. I mean, most of this was already mapped out by the time. Our family came from Germany. This is true. I just, <laughs> I was born here. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> My number five, and this one is a little more personal as well, but I found this one interesting. Back in the day, there was a player by the name of Olden Polonese, played for the Seattle Supersonics. Okay. The reason that he played for the Seattle Supersonics, he was an eighth overall pick, by the way. He was the eighth overall pick by the Chicago Bulls and then traded to the Seattle Supersonics. They were they were prepping for Michael Jordan. In return, the Chicago Bears get a arguably a top 50 player in the history of the NBA of all time, who was their fifth overall pick. His name, although he has gone off the rails here in the last couple of years, <laughs> uh, mentally, mentally unstable, but Scottie Pippen. Now, the Seattle Supersonics did also get a second-round pick and the option to to swap first-rounders in the 1989 draft. But I would have to say that the Chicago Bulls won that trade. I would say uh, they caught them on the tail end there. Yeah. On the tail end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and there you have it. Six national or six world championships later, Scottie Pippen got. Yeah, not too bad. But one of them did, against one of them against Seattle. He did have a companion. And yeah. it was a good deal. Ken, there you have it. Those that's the must anticipated, the much anticipated list. The top five 
best and worst trades of all time. Zoom sucks. When we come back, we'll close the show out. Ken, we're back. People love lists. That was the much-anticipated list, best and worst trades. Any honorables, Ken, do you have? Now, we we forgot to mention why we made this list, and it was because in a future in a future episode, if we did this list again, it would be because of the fleecing that the Seattle Seahawks did to the Denver Broncos this year. I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> Wilson! Isn't it going to be nice to be able to, to, to root for him next year, though? I know. Like I felt I kind of got to start to feel bad at the end of the year, but I was like, hey, man, sorry. This is a, this a business. Actually, I wanted him to lose that last one. Uh, and he, he screwed us. Um, he did. He gave us the big old F you, but number five and made the playoffs and made the playoffs. That's right. We'll see what, what the number five turns into. Well, no, but we also, we also have their second round pick dude. This is it's, I cannot wait for this next draft. Please not a quarterback. No. Not in the first two rounds, anyway. No, they could nope. they could pick one up because Drew Locks is a free agent, also. Mm-hmm. No. So I mean, they they need to to fill I a s- role. I saw I saw a Seahawks beat writer the other day did a, a mock draft or whatever you can do a mock draft with trades and everything on like the the PFF website or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This is exactly what needs to happen." And then rounds every single pick was. Linebacker, 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 linebacker. <laughs> wow. Hopefully he doesn't have to interview Jordan Brooks anytime soon. I know, right? It's... <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Well, and you know what's you know what's a little concerning is Pete is all in on Cody Barton. Oh I mean, he's serviceable if he's got if they fill up the front line in front of him. And, yeah, and, I mean, if you just have to do a one-on-one tackle in a hole, Cody Barton's your guy. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we may not have a Puna next year. We may He's not a- have a Puna. But, but Pete did say, uh, you got to check out this Pete interview after. He was very candid about the defense. Uh, very uh, – took a lot of the blame, said we – we did, we changed things at the wrong time. So we were focusing on the old stuff and we were doing the new stuff and things were going awry. Uh, we used Puna incorrectly. Didn't even use Puna as a nose tackle this year. That's why Pete is considered a player's coach. Exactly. He just takes it all on himself. Yep. Grabs another stick of gum. You know what happened when Russell Wilson was around though? The players didn't take too kindly to that. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? And we move forward. Live and learn, move forward. Pete's going to coach another 10 years. You know it. Ken, the only (laughs) time we've missed the playoffs in the last 11 years was one season with Russell Wilson. That's that's not bad. It's not bad for Russ. So Molly was giving me shit the other day about the Seahawks losing so much. And I was like, yeah, well, guess what? Our rebuild year, we make the playoffs. What'd you do for the last 10 years before Patrick Mahomes? Even the, even the first year of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't have much to say to that. And I was like, yeah, "Yeah, we're building. What's going to happen when players want to get paid 
and all that money's going to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Nobody wants to live in Kansas City either. <laughs> it's be nice. <laughs> be nice. There's people in Kansas City that want to live in Kansas City. I don't know about that. It's, uh. it's it gets still gets cold. None of the players want to live in Kansas City. They live in Overland Park. It's I mean it's it's Kansas City. I mean technically. It's the rich part. Again, honorable mentions. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> I had just one more that I that I didn't bring up, and it was uh a, a Hall of Fame pitcher that um was with the Los Angeles Dodgers, ended up getting traded to the Montreal Expos. Oh, yes. Pedro Martinez was a Los Angeles Dodger. I don't think a lot of people knew this. Very slight build, but man, was he scary. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't even scary with the Expos. It took him one more trade. No, I think it I think towards the end of the Expos, he was he was getting a name for himself. Delino DeShields. I believe he played second base, but not for long. The Dodgers just had to have him, though. Yeah, they the Dodgers. What they do is they see and they go for it. Well, it's when you've got money, that's something that you can afford. Yeah, yeah, they can afford to take risks. They can afford to fail, is what they can do. That's right. They can make mistakes. Ken, I've got a few honorable mentions. I'm just going to hit the cliff notes on all of them real quick. Dr. J. Julius Irving was a New York Nick. Guess how much money it takes to get him to Philadelphia. He was a New York Nick? Yeah. Oh, I always just thought he was Nets and then and then uh, Philadelphia 76ers. I didn't know he was a Nick. Three uh, million dollars. Oh, well, that's pretty good coin for, what is it, 1970. Six or something. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But Dr. J. Fo fo fo. Fo fo fo. Ken Kobe Bryant uh coming in as a high school player, drafted 13th overall by the Charlotte Hornets. The Los Angeles Lakers look at Velade Divac and they say, We gotta cut salary because guess what? The big fellas coming in, Shaquille O'Neal as a free agent. And they trade Divac to the Charlotte Hornets to draft Kobe Bryant. I actually was going to write this one down, but Kobe said, "I ain't playing for you, Charlotte." Yeah, so he kind of he he pulled a John Elway. He did. He kind of he did. But Velade Velade got traded. He said, "Well, I'm going to retire then." Before he went to Charlotte, four Hornets. (laughs) They had his rights though. They had his rights. That was it. That this was a whole diva ordeal. That's why I put it on there. Ken Ricky Williams, and this is one that this is, is one. Is this the draft day? This is the draft day. This is one that we could, if we spent some time on the tree, that would be an entire episode. New Orleans goes from pick number twelve to pick number five. They traded every single pick from the 1999 NFL draft, as well as two of their first three picks in the 2000 draft. 
Ricky Williams played three seasons for the New Orleans Saints. Mike Ditka gets fired after year one. The Redskins get pick number 12, 71, 107, 144, 179, 218, as well as in the 2000 draft, pick number two, pick number 64. I'm not even going to go through the names. Pick number two, though. They traded a one for a two. In the end. And didn't get Ricky Williams. And Ricky Williams' best years were in Miami. Exactly. After he got (laughs) traded. And that's why the tree. After he retired, too. Yeah, and he retired. (laughs) The tree just, this one, this one, the branches were like when you just are doodling on a, on a paper in homeroom. (laughs) That's what the branches of this trade look like. The roots go deep. Can Miguel Cabrera was a Miami Marlin, Florida Marlins. Dontrell Willis also included in this trade. Good on uh, Miami to get rid of him at this time because Dontrell Willis did not do anything. But however, Detroit gets Miguel Cabrera, who would in two short years later become the first triple crown winner in since, since Ted Williams. Exactly. <laughs> this is what the Marlins got in return. Burke Badenhop. Are you sure? Badenhop? I don't know. <laughs> Frankie De La Cruz. A name you probably will know. Serviceable. No, I know De La Cruz. I mean, he's I think I think he I think he had like a season and a half before he went back to the minors. Okay. Well, there are two names on this list you will know. The next one being Cameron Maben. No, I don't know that name. He wasn't serviceable until he got to the Mariners. Maben? Maben. I don't know. That was when I was out of my Mariner phase. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Miller. Okay. He was a relief pitcher for the Yankees when they, or no, for Cleveland when they lost to the Cubs. But just dealing. Again, took him two more teams to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Mike Rabello. No. Dallas Trahern. No. The only reason you would know Dallas Trahern is because he was supposed to make it to the majors and he's a perennial minor leaguer. Good for him. Miguel Cabrera. To be fair, Miami wasn't going to be able to afford to re-sign him because they have no revenue. It's true. So I don't I it's it's a good it's a good pull, but it I mean you, it's either trade him or let him walk. Is one of those was one of those they were they weren't going to sign him as a free agent, so I mean it was Miguel Miguel Cabrera. Easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah, you got this. You got this. Give Achilles. 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 <laughs> to be fair, to be fair to the Marlins and the Marlins just, but they, you know what, the Marlins have that the Mariners don't: a World Series ring, two of them. It's true, with Miguel Cabrera on the roster. Well, he was with one of them. Yeah. I don't think he was on the first one. No, he was on. The, he was with Dontrell Willis, two thousand and seven. 
Was it that late? I want to say he got traded right after that. I thought okay. I wrote I wrote the dates down on And most- Miggy was still playing. He just retired, right? So Detroit yeah. had him for Detroit had him for a good 15 years then. And he won the triple crown with Detroit. But did they win a World Series? No, they did not. That's no, did and not. see, that's why, you know, you got to take these with a grain of salt. Some of these trades, you know. Yeah, and there you have it. People love lists. We close the show out as we oftentimes like to do. With the little gaff we call the little things. It's those minor annoyances that just kind of get your goiter. Nothing that's gonna make you. I don't even. I don't even want to set the stage for that one because it doesn't matter. I'm sick of going into the negative like that. I'm trying to be a more positive. 2023, new year, new me. I'm a more positive person, so I'm not gonna go into the what it could turn into because I'll leave that to to each and everyone's imagination. Ken, what's your little thing? You you also completed another decade, so. It's true. Yeah. I mean, three, three, 10 year time frames on this earth. Look at three that. of them. Tres. Tres diese decados. I don't know what decade is in Spanish. Okay. Well, you could have said that and just gotten away with it for me. My little thing is this, and it's not, and it's, it's an extremely minor little thing, but I've found it from, from just about every house I've ever lived in in my entire life with the exception of one. And that, and the only reason that that one is because we actually had solid doors in every door. And that was a house that mother owned that was built in like 1890, whatever. (laughs) It wasn't built from this time. (laughs) That's right. They, they actually used wood in shit. That, that house had plaster even no drywall plaster. That's no fun. That's no fun to redo. If you walk around your house, though, today, I'm sure you're going to see this in one of your doors. They build these little things on the hinges. And what they're what they're built for is to stop the door. These little rubber mallets. It's it's a rubber mallet on either side. You know, the you, you door swing stop. the door. Open. They're called door stoppers. Door st- okay. <laughs> Simple enough. You open it up, it hits the wall, it hits the door, but in inevitably one of your doors is going to have one of these door stops puncture through the door. And now you're going to have a hole there and it no longer serves its function of stopping a door. That's my little thing. I've got a door in every house I've ever, ever lived in, even apartments that I've only, that were like three years old. There's a door with a big hole in it. That was supposed to have been stopped by one of these things. <laughs> All it does is putting holes in doors. That's Are these right. door stoppers or door holers? <laughs> door hole openers. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, that's why they put them on the floor now. It doesn't matter where they put them. If it's if it's built into the hinge, there's a hole there. It's true. It's true. Ken, my little thing, and I just, I just. Uh, I just realized this today because it's been so long since I've done this last. We bought, we've got in our living room, right? A decent sized living room. So we bought a rug because it's all hardwood floors, right? Mm-hmm. So we buy a rug, which is like a, a 10 by probably a 10 by 12, something of that tune. Okay. It's a big ass rug. 
It's a lot to lug around. But my wife, because being the in-tune, new-age, modern gal that she is, buys one of these cool rugs that all you have to do is peel it up off the off the sticky mat and then just throw it in the washer to wash it. Hold on. Your rug goes in the washing machine? Yeah, our rug goes in the washing machine. It's it's okay. called Ruggable. Download, rate, subscribe. One of these cool new things. Except for the fact that I put that rug in the washer. First of all, my my my, my little thing A is that the rug is not clean. Okay. I even well, you have a dog my- and you have a dog and three children. Yeah, and then the other day my child poured hot chocolate all over himself, which also made it to the rug. Turn the heat up in your house. <laughs> I know. I was like, geez, are you that cold, buddy? <laughs> so I put the rug in the washer. First of all, it's not clean. Grab the rug. You're not supposed to dry it because I'm not going to put that thing in the dryer. So it's hanging up on my on my banister right now. Third thing, little thing C, putting this rug back down and getting it flat is like curing cancer. It has not occurred yet, so it's just like curing cancer. (laughs) Getting the bubbles out of this thing is the most annoying thing ever, and the only way to do it is to remove all my furniture from the living room, lay the rug down, and then try to figure it out from there. So you got a day ahead of you. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's venture. Ruggable. Download. You really want that download rate subscribe? I mean, you didn't didn't sell it. (laughs) I love my wife. I love my wife, even though she says Jaguar. We are just two idiots talking. Download rate subscribe. Get at us on the social media at just two idiots talking on Instagram. Just two idiots talking at yahoo.com trades. Everybody makes a trade. We're all barterers. Tell us your trades. Get at us. Tell us your trades. Also, we want to remind people, March Madness is coming soon. March Madness is coming soon. Get us your inception brackets. Everybody needs one. We want at least half of the field to provide a bracket. 32 brackets. What would you like to see? What do you want to vote for? Because when it's polled, your suggestion just may make the list. And and the grand prize for the person who if if they suggest one and they and their suggestion wins the bracket, they win a ruggable. No, they don't because they're quite expensive. <laughs> What they win is a shot to give us a lottery number because we're going to win the lottery on the show.